Welcome to The Extra Pieces. I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick and... I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog. Welcome to our little podcast and come and join us while we talk about Lego sets, things happening in the Lego fan community and pieces we've stepped on in the middle of the night. G'day Jay, how are you? It's um, been a week. 22 days to June. So May's, May's, May's flying by and... There's, 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 there's a lot because this is the, this is, this is one of the busiest times of the year, I think for Lego. Um, and the news just does not stop. Um, when it comes to second half of the year, releases, announcements, surprises, just doesn't stop. Absolutely. I think the simple answer is there will be new Lego sets released in the second half of the year. And, and that's exciting. That's always exciting. So We've yeah. probably seen, I think we've probably seen all of the June releases with the possible exception of any Lego ideas that are due to come out. Or have we? We don't know. Well, we don't know. We'll find out. We've seen most themes. We've not seen Star Wars, but that normally comes out in August. Mm-hmm. We've not seen Minecraft, but we haven't really looked. Mm. Um. But since we were last here, we have seen several other themes arrive. Um, this it's announced. We've seen City. We have seen Friends. Mm-hmm. We have seen Monkey Kid. And we have seen Ninjago. That's a lot. <clears throat> Which is a lot. How many sets have we seen all up for around the second half of the year, Jay? Oh, I can't, I can't keep track. It's just too many. That's the correct answer. Well done. Excellent. But we will try. We will try. So consider this part two of our June 2023 previews. Um, If you check out our previous episode, we covered... What did we cover? We covered dreams. We covered um, creator, three-in-one. Three-in-one. There were two creator, three-in-one sets. We covered Gabby's Dollhouse. Yes, and it worries me that I can't remember the other one. You see, you see, there's just too much. There, there is just, just too much Lego, and it's, it's barely just enough. No, um, the state of our living room suggests that it is possible to have too much. Mm. Oh, we had some Disney as well, but that's I think right. That's, there was yeah. there was Disney. Yeah. Anyway, um, lots to look forward to, and Donkey Kong, and Donkey Kong. That's right. Yeah, that, that feels like that's been a conversation. Okay, good. We can move on now. Excellent. So what have we seen this last week? I suppose tonight, we'll, this episode, we will take a look at, particularly focus on, I suppose there are three big waves that we've seen. Mm-hmm. One is Lego City. One is Lego Friends. And one is Ninjago. And... All of these themes have taken dramatic, big change in direction this year. Um, it's a year for change. Mm, we've I think seen, like it. yeah, <clears throat> we've seen the um, new class, the new generation of friends with the new cast, the new series, and new color schemes all around town. So, friends that got their reboot in the with the January wave, and 
city looks like it's taking on a whole new design style as well in this year, but particularly more so in the second half of the year, just looking at it. Um, and I think this is in part, we've got a new design lead in that department um, as um, Simon Lucas, who was previously involved in getting Monkey Kid up and off the ground. Yep. Uh, he's moved over to Lego City now. And then the other one that we've now got is Ninjago, which is taking a new direction compared to, well, a new direction, a new story, stepping away from the main ninjas that we've been following for the last decade or so and introducing some new characters, some new villains, and keeping our old familiar characters in around, but they're no longer the focus of the story. Sounds like every team is maturing in a way. So, all right, we have three options. Where do we start? Okay, well, I'm just rolling the dice, and it has come up with LEGO City. All right, LEGO City. LEGO City. So... Lego City in the second half of the year, it's, I almost want to say it's starting to look a lot like Friends. Um, yeah, in the sense <clears throat> that Lego City is a lot more livable. They are more, I, I, I would say, useful and, um, yeah, I would say more useful amenities like a car wash, an ice cream shop. We have... Um, you know, we have houses. It's a very, very severe lack of police stations and fire stations um, and vehicles. Uh, well, the, the vehicles, of course, that's the that's the lifeblood of Lego City. But it looks like a it looks I, like a brand new mayor is in town, and the you know Lego City are trying to put their best foot forward in the most livable I don't know cities rankings in the Lego universe. So they're trying, they're trying. It's In fact, it's almost feeling, because I'm just looking, I'm just thinking back to the start of the year and we had a new police station, the dog training, the police training academy, the emergency vehicles HQ, a fire station, a fire engine, a fire rescue boat. It's almost like that's like being core city. Mm-hmm. And now in the second half of the year, we've got... Um, we've... Got some new houses. Yeah, as you said, the ice cream parlor. I was about to say the ice cream wash in the car parlor, but a winter sports park and a whole city centre. And then coupling this with, we traditionally see some sort of action theme in the second half of the year. And we've gone back to the Arctic, which does not surprise me. No, I feel it, like, yeah. Um... It, it was due. It was due, and Arctic has always been a, a mainstay of Lego City. Mm. So it comes around every every few times, and I'm a big fan. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the previous Arctic wave. No, it, it felt a little bit too... Futuristic and like science fiction-y. I see, I was going to call it Ice Planet. Well, yeah, I mean... But um, no, Commander, this... Cole, Commander Cole needs a um, needs a needs a bit of an origin story. So, sure. Um, we've got 
a few, and it, this also sort of seems to couple in with it's it's part Arctic and part almost deep sea explorer. Yeah, yeah, they've kind of merged the merged the sub teams together, mm. which, which I think which I think works pretty well. Um, like I'm struggling to remember the last Arctic wave. Were they like excavating or like digging up frozen? Digging up frozen animals. Frozen, yeah. um, we had a mammoth. We had a saber tooth tiger, which was, which was, I, I don't know. It just felt, it just felt a bit odd. And we had like crawlers and just weird, just weird stuff going on. Whereas this one seems a bit more um, grounded in reality. We're back to science and exploration and, you know, cool ships and crafts we got a submarine this time which is very cool um and yeah like you said it's a seems like a throwback to the town divers of the mid 90s which i grew up on so i've got a soft spot for marine animals the other thing that i love so while while we're here so we'll just do a quick run through with this the arctic research ship and we've Mm -hmm. got some fantastic animals with this rain wave as well haven't we we always get the, we, we always get good animals when we get an Arctic sub team or wave. So So the the Arctic research ship uses the same sort of size. We've we've now substituted um one of the colour stripes with the ship the vehicles are mostly dark blue, white, orange and teal, which is an teal. interesting move. It almost feels like Rock Raiders. Almost. 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 Um, I love the fact that there is a Viking helmet, shield, and half-destroyed longboat to be explored at the bottom of the ocean here, as well as the orca for the divers to dodge, mm. and the little remote submersible. So much to love about this, and an obligatory helicopter. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a snowmobile, 306376. It's got seal and a Baby seal. Yeah, this is uh, it's it's kind of like the otter battle pack. So is this the seal battle pack for the second half of twenty twenty three? Yes. Like I wonder if they'll get in join the great seal otter conflict. If there'll be the great seal otter squirrel conflict, and which side they will take? Well, they'll be on the side of the seals, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the sea foresting boat. So this is. Almost looks a bit like a hovercraft with a, another little remote submersible, but we've got, oh, what have we got here? We've got a hammerhead shark. We've got a turtle. We've got a baby turtle. Dude, crush. Um, and a manta ray. We've got a couple of divers. We've got a pilot for the boat, which has got a little derrick off the back to drop the thing. We've got a little coral reef. We've got a treasure chest. Did I mention fish in multiple different colours, an orange crab, and there's a mop that's turned green and placed upside down to act as seaweed. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. It's and very colourful. Yeah, there's a I think there's a like a like a tracked vehicle or like a research base as well, which I'm 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 in love with it. Um I lo- I love the big boats, so I have a I've um I I pretty much have bought every single big city like research type boat. So from the last Arctic icebreaker to the two divers um 
version. So I'm definitely very, very excited for this new Arctic um, research ship. Mm. There's a separate Arctic Mobile Laboratory, which does look like it's slightly smaller than previous laboratories. It feels like a call back to that great um, classic space set where you had the um, six-wheeled vehicle that had the little laboratory attached to the mm-hmm. back, which could be deposit dropped off. And it, this just feels a bit like that, although the mechanism is completely different. Your vehicle is tracked and it's got a great big snow palow attachment. Um, lots of elegant curves put in the model, both with arches and curved tiles. Um, and four minifigures, a polar bear. Oh, yes, we've seen polar bears before, but this is the first time it's had babies. Mm-hmm. Baby polar bears. And Very, very exciting. And you used a plural form there, which is absolutely appropriate since there are two of them. Mm-hmm. There is the Deep Sea Explorer submarine, which features an underwater wreck and a couple of regular sharks and then a great white shark. Oh, yes, it also features some divers, a big submarine, which has got some really awesome-looking curves on. Mm-hmm. It's really just a couple of wings away from being a spaceship, I reckon, Jay. Well, spaceships are underwater vessels that have been repurposed for zero atmosphere environments. So, yeah, you could say so. Since, particularly since he's got the, they've got the minesweepers and they've got guns. Well, yeah, you, you you never know what lurks, be, you know, beneath the surface. Or perhaps they're just torches. Yeah, um, um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited. Like, just, just the sub team alone. Like, if they had just released the sub team alone, it would have been a very solid outing for Lego City. Um, yeah, that 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 feels like that was enough to talk about for Lego City. Except it isn't. No, but wait, there's more. But wait. There is, there are, oh, I don't know which way to go. You've mentioned already that there's a car park, a yeah, car wash. Like, like we don't, we don't need to go through everything, but I think the biggest, um, the biggest change is that they're there's putting a, the city back in city. There's so, a city center and a massive apartment building. I've, I've never seen so many buildings and structures in a city in a yeah in a in a city wave that that i can remember like i've never seen this many buildings shops um residential houses in a in a wave and this this dates back all the way to like the what the like the 90s the early 2000s you know city has always been if if you were going to get a building it would you know 50% 50% chance it would be a police station or a fire station. And that's still very important to like the Lego City heritage. So not discarding that, but we're getting so many usable, just normal, regular buildings and amenities that you would yeah. expect in a in a in a city. Look, we've we've often had we've often had sort of town centers. Yeah. They they come up every every couple of years, but um there's just something about this year's. Um, the city centre is vibrant and colourful. You've got stacked buildings. You've got magenta and dark orange and bright yellowish orange and bright green trim. You've got every building's got sort of like a different architectural style, basic shape. You've got um, 
I think that's that's sort of the big thing. This looks these look like buildings that have been put together in different eras, and they it's it's also very contrast modern. with each other. It is it's, yeah. it is very modern, but they all look decidedly different from each other. Yeah, which often in the past, and when by the in the past, I'm meaning ten years ago when we paid attention to what was happening in Lego City in our household. Um, you often um, sort of had had a bunch of buildings that looked the same and were only the stickers allowed you to tell them apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I think you mentioned earlier that it was very Friends-inspired, so there's, there's definitely a lot more colour at mm. play, but it also feels a lot more creative and a lot more... I, I I would say fantastical. Like it feels like a like like a utopian metropolis for once. Where yeah, um, it's like it's kind of like cities that you would see in like cartoons mm. that that don't reflect like the grimy reality of you know urban living. But you know, there's you know there's there's modern buildings, there's amenities, there's 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 you know useful vehicles and yeah it it's 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 a dramatic it's 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 a very dramatic shift and i think they've they've definitely clued on to what's been working well in lego friends so using Mm. colors being being a bit more liberal with color usage which i think is smart because yeah just just gives the city a bit more character um Mm. and, and because these are toys so um and 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 maybe and 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 maybe this is just me, but I feel like I feel like they're also potentially trying to make city more gender neutral. So, from from a parent's perspective, you know, if you had a girl, you would be ushered to the Lego Friends aisle, or if you had a boy, you would then be ushered to the Lego City aisle. Whereas this, like, if 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 I look at the Lego City sets, they're you know they're very much like friend sets. So yeah, I think yeah, I think there's 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 a there's there's a distinct um rubbing off that has you know come from friends. Which look, if you're gonna if you're gonna be inspired, there's no better place to be inspired and take inspiration from than Heart Lake City. Yep, but no, in a very yeah, but in, in in a in a very city based style that it doesn't look out of place. I think this is yeah. what people have been wanting to see from Lego City, and if if I recall correctly, the mandate to um to Simon Lucas and the rest of the city team was to you know essentially reinvigorate Lego City because mm. truth be told. It has been getting a bit stale. Yeah, um, I mean, there's there's been a very this it has been very cyclical, and I'll have to admit the um, Arctic sets I think appeared right on cue. They were we last had them in two thousand and eighteen. I think before that we had them in two thousand and thirteen or fourteen, um, and they've sort of almost been on a five yearly cycle. So. Mm. They were sort of about four or five yearly cycle, and so they were about due to due to make their way out again. Yeah. Um, 
each time they just change the color scheme ever so slightly and it just clashes badly with the next the next theme this this one yeah they've gone for the teal over the um light azure which was the other like the tertiary color that they added in in the range last year yeah but it works it it, it works the the distinctive orange is still there that gives it a proper color but um you know the dark blue is there as well um but yeah like you said the teal just really adds in um just just adds in a bit of um just adds in a bit of an edge and again Mm. makes it a lot more visually interesting and it works really well yeah i say it 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 works it works really well but as I say, it's more just more just noticing that every time they bring this out, it's just subtly incompatible with the last lot. Yeah, it's a very, Look, it's I, a very subtle problem. Yeah, like like personally, personally, I think the was it twenty yeah twenty the twenty fourteen wave mm. that was just a pure orange wave like that was that to yeah. me is still like peak Lego City Arctic like that was my favorite sub team, um, and. That 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 was just so much fun, and they went they went hard on the orange, which is fairly accurate to you know the you know what's what, fairly accurate to what's going on or you know outposts mm. or vehicles that you would see in Antarctica. Um, but yeah, this is great. But maybe just maybe this is um, this I I think they're at a different pole because this this one has a lot more. Um, yeah, like you said, wildlife to it as well. We don't have penguins, so they're definitely not in the southern hemisphere. And you've got polar bears, which means that you're again back up in the northern hemisphere, like you've been previously. Yeah. Whereas I think previous Arctic, well, pre- we had polar bears, but city looks city looks strong, and just like what the Friends reboot did for, you know, helping. And getting encouraging adults to look into Lego Friends and start taking taking Lego Friends seriously, I think that this you know this city call it a call it a renaissance is going to be quite effective in getting Lego fans to get ex- to to be excited about Lego City again. So yeah. everything's got animals. It's got great buildings. It's got some vehicles here and there, and yeah, this just looks like a lot of fun and a very. It looks like a very sensible city wave. Mm. I would love a garage. Like I would love a garage. Like we haven't had a good city garage in a long time. No, so. we sort of had the custom car, sort of panel beaters, mm. chop shop in the first half of the year, but it wasn't really a walled-in building. It was just sort of like the stuff to lay out. And uh, But then when we go over to Friends, just as you thought you knew what Friends looked like, my goodness, Friends is looking very different this year as well, isn't it? This half year we've got a bunch of yeah, exciting new sets here. This is, we're now two cycles into the Friends reboot and... If the first cycle was a um, appetizer, I feel like this is um, this is this is something a bit more substantial. I, I don't want to call it 
the main course because I feel like there's a lot more that we're yet to see from Heart Lake City. But this is definitely a step up and they are building momentum. Mm. So um, there's there's a lot more colour, which is strange to say for Lego Friends, which is already very colourful, but they've gone... They've they've gone pretty wild with the colors in this um in this wave. They have. They've also introduced one of the most muted color palette sets ever in this wave as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and interestingly, we've got at least two twelve plus sets. Mm-hmm. Um, so sets aimed at older kids. Um, one of which is an amusement park, the other of which is sort of a botanical garden greenhouse. But, well, that one's very state in its colouring, yes. We've also got a community kitchen and a community centre, um, which is like a four-storey building where you've got this huge printed graffiti tile on one wall, you've got decorative trim against the bricks you've got a slide between floors you've got a tree with red leaves and you've got stephanie is that stephanie that is stephanie how did you not notice she is standing there well she's there rocking a suit on the ground floor she's all grown up um and it looks like we you know we we now know a bit more about and OG friends character. So in the last wave, we had um, we discovered Mia. who um, is Autumn's mum, and now we have Stephanie, who looks like she's managing the community center. Not not quite what you expected Stephanie to grow up to, given her interest in like sport and yeah and all that stuff. But that's I guess that's what's ha- that's what happens. People change when they graduate uni and go down different routes. So I'm very happy to see Stephanie back mm. in this capacity. And yeah, the set looks great. It is a, it's like a high rise. Yeah. A high rise. Yeah. Build. And a high rise. Yep. Yep. And they've just gone, they've just gone wild with the, yeah, with the, with the rainbow colors. It's great. And, and I'm wondering if that will also then plug in next to, the Heart Lake City Community Kitchen, which is, again, out just bright colours, lavender, medium lavender, some bright oranges. and um, The Community Kitchen looks very subdued and almost very, very, like, classy. It doesn't look very kiddy, which is, um, which is interesting for a friend set. It reminds me of the of the bar of the outdoor bar in the boutique hotel because you've got a pretty similar setup with some stairs mm. that go up um an outdoor seating seating area and yeah but again it looks it looks very cool it certainly does and then so there are there's sort of two other and we've got a sports center where we've got some more bedrooms but and a sea rescue centre, but the one that really catches my eye is the Beach Adventure Park. Um, yeah. Which has got, oh, it's got a... It's got a lot wave of... rider pool. It's mm. got a spinning ride. It's got 
a whole bunch of these things that move with a handle and the back that you turn around to make mm-hmm. things happen and it sort of activates all sort of sorts of aspects of it. It's got a few different minifigures. I would love to like I would love to see this motorized because every single aspect here is looking like it's begging to be motorized, which is again kind of new for Lego friends. But it looks very fun. Yeah, no, I, I agree with what you say there. Um, Lego, I mean, Lego City's often had a, and if not through Lego City, then through Creator Expert, there's often been a minifigure scaled sort of fairground ride. And we've not seen nearly so many of those in Friends as we have in City over the same period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm quite excited to see this. But I'll have to admit, it's probably the other 12 plus set that is my big favorite in the range coming up. And that's the new botanical garden. Oh, that's just stunning. We got to see it. We got to see it in person and at the Melbourne toy fair a couple Mm. of, a couple of months ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. It has been a couple of months. Been a couple of months ago. Shout out to Lego Australia for inviting us along. And, and that stole the show. I think you had a lot on show. Some that, some stuff that hasn't been revealed yet. Um, so again, still, still plenty of surprises left in the year. But that stole the show. I think when mm. people realized that, oh wow, that's a friend set. Because if you look at it, and if you remove the packaging and product design, like it could literally pass as a. Lego icon set, like they would, they could, they could slap it on a black box and people would go nuts. Would you need to remove the mini dolls? Um, no, I, could, I mean, yes, maybe just have it without mini, without any minifigures or mini dolls. Like it's a, it's, it's just a wonder. It's just a beautiful piece of architecture. Mm. And in, 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 you know, which is and and this is very strange for a Lego friend set. There's 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 no color. It's just white and glass. Well, and then you look at it a little more closely, and you see that you've got all the butterflies under the dome. So just to give you an idea as to the shape, it uses the dome that we saw in the city space sets last year, and that sort of forms a central tower. That's sort of um, yeah, that's just about twice the height of the rest of the gardens, which really consists of a couple of wings reaching off there. Um, the There are windows all the way along these wings and they're framed through um, curved tiles and straight, so like with framed with arches, mm-hmm. lots of sand green window frames and more sand green window frames. You've got some innovative plant use. You've got some brick-built bonsai with sort of two or three parts. You've got a new shade of iridescent frog. You've got a tree with some leaves turning pink on, and it just looks it just looks like it'll be a delight to put together and a delight to keep people guessing about whether or not this is really Lego. Yeah. 100%. What a, what a statement to make from Lego Friends. Like, mm. what a statement. Like, to have the... It's quite gutsy producing a set like this. Um, but to but to place it within Lego Friends is just... Yeah. But... And in so many ways, it works within the Heart Lake City universe as well. So, mm. 
yeah, just as astounding, astounding. I cannot wait. Like, I think if you look at all the June releases, I cannot wait to get my hands and to put this set together. I think this is the one that many AFOLs are looking forward to putting together, and it'll probably be, for many people, their first friend set that they enjoy. Yep. And I think the the best part about it as well is it's not... Um, it it doesn't have a prohibitively expensive price tag, no. And that's the that's the I I I was surprised, um, to be honest, because when I saw that, I was like, wow, okay, they could charge, let's say, a hundred USD for this or one hundred fifty Australian dollars for this, easy. And I well, I still think it would sell. Charging one hundred and forty Australian dollars, yeah. but um, US it's eighty dollars. Um, the Australia, it's 140. Mm-hmm. And, but in fact, with the exception of Canada and the US, where it's sort of the equivalent of 110 Australian dollars, 120 Australian dollars, we're paying on a par with most of the rest of the world. Yeah, I think it's great value. Like this, they, mm. they, they, they will have, Lego will have tr- challenges keeping this one in stock. I think that's going to be the big problem with this one. Everyone with a like a Lego City or a display, like you could pop this. It's in scale to like modular buildings. Like it's in scale to so many things. Mm. It's great. I can't. Yeah. And there's lots of really neat part usage inside the greenhouse, inside the gardens themselves. We won't mm-hmm. spoil it too much. Just suffice to say, there's some neat part and some neat color usage inside. Yep. Very exciting, and um, yeah, I, I'm yeah, I'm just I'm just excited for Lego Friends. Like Lego Friends has consistently um, been one of Lego's strongest teams, and mm. you know they've yeah, I think they've uh, there's a lot to look forward to. I do like the log cabin. Um, there is a I think it's Autumn's. Um, is it a stable? Yeah. It's got such a unique, like sloped roof design mm. with the wooden logs, um, and you have the same color scheme as Autumn's house. And yeah, that 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 one looks just unique to me. Yeah, yeah, no, it absolutely does. Ah, yes, no, it's certainly got that great look with the um, <clears throat> one by one tiles on the facade that sort of looks like it's just, say it gives you that feeling of it being a log covered. Roof. Mm-hmm. Got a couple of horses for those who love their Lego animals. Mm-hmm. And um, and you forgot to mention um, what I think is 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 one of the most exciting sets in the in the wave that isn't the botanical garden. It is the Sea Rescue Center because it comes with two otters. <laughs> two otters. Oh yes, yeah. that's right. We have new otters. You ought to be in pictures. Um, but we've also got a seahorse plus the well-established crab and turtle. Um, These otters look like they can link hands and hold each other's hands as they float along. They do. Super they do. cute. Super cute. Yes. Or, so, yeah, um, friends, friends is going to be... Yeah, Friends is going to be a winner, I think. But Lego City uh, um, put... Lego City are going to be putting up a very, very putting strong fight. Yep. Absolutely. Competition is great. Mm. 
yes, they'll they'll be moving towards being the one population shortly, and they'll just have different shaped minifigures. Today, we've just had the official announcement of the Ninjago theme for this half of the year, which is linked into the new series Dragons Rising, which in most of the world will start up in June. But of course, because we live in Australia, we won't get to see the series until July. Oh, really? Or VPN. Yeah, 1st of July in Australia. On television or on Netflix? Uh, is it? Is it to be confirmed at this point? Isn't it? Isn't it also going to be on YouTube as well? Um, I think so, but it yeah. was, certainly was region locked last year when it was when it debuted on YouTube for the states. There you go. But um, anyway, hope hopefully there won't be too much of a wait. Hmm. So in Ninjago, we've got a new story um, evolving. The There is an event occur- that's been occurring in Ninjago sort of through the, a couple of short videos on the Ninjago website for kids called the Merge Quake. And this is where we see the 16 realms that are known in Ninjago and indeed a few others that aren't all merging together to become part of the one realm. And so this is bringing new characters to the world um, and we have two new heroes of our story one is Aaron um, he's a young boy who who I think has who has been orphaned and Sora who is a little older and she spends her time racing her transformer her transforming mech sort of trans- transforms between being a motorbike and a, and a mech, which is kind of cool. Um, and as the series goes on, they will meet our familiar ninja um, that we've had got to know over the last 12 years, but they're still appearing in the sets here, but they'll have certainly not the same place of prominence in the stories as they've had in previous years. So we've seen playsets. Yeah, that's a pretty big. That's a pretty big shift. It is a pretty big shift. Um, I was at a fan. I was at a roundtable with the showrunner and a couple of set designers recently, and it sounds like this was something that was actually, to an extent, being asked for by the community to not be focusing on. It's like when you have an have a have a story, the story involved everyone going off together and doing doing things rather than just focusing on a couple. So mm. on one or two characters. So this will focus on our two core characters there and a baby dragon that they're looking after as well. And then we'll see the other the other ninja sort of join in where it suits the narrative and then get on with their lives, doing their own things. Mm-hmm. Um, we certainly, and I think we will see Lloyd sort of stepping up in a sort of a, in a master role, um, sort of to mentor Aaron particularly as he learns about becoming a ninja. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Aaron's got this great orange ninja suit with little horns above his on his hood. Um, Sora has it's almost like a racing suit um, with sort of purple and or dark blue, pink and white sort of colouring. But she also has this fantastic headpiece with uh, cat ears on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a new collection of villains from the Imperium. And exactly who they are and what they want remains to be seen. So we'll probably have to wait for the series there. Mm-hmm. We have Ninjago's always had its little gimmicks like spinners or um, zip cord rollers or propellers, propellers, the like. And this is no different. We've got these little. Um, this wave sees the introduction of a new element, which is a new, pardon me, which is a new sphere. Um, and so we have some small sets with Kai, Nair and Lloyd um, who've got all got their own spinner-type things um, just as things to play with and zoom around the kitchen table. Um these balls are also incorporated in some of the new dragon figures as like being an energy source or a weapon that can be then fired at enemies. Mm. And they're also incorporated in the bottom of uh, Zane has a race car. Um, and when this these spheres are activated, um, it both lifts the wheels up off the ground and it just lets the car do this fantastic spinning attack which is no longer does Zane have to do it himself, but he can actually have the car mount the spinjits who attack against the enemies of, from the Imperium, which is also pretty cool. Um, we've got a couple of beautiful, we've got a few, a few mechs, we've got a couple of gorgeous dragons, we've got some great locations in this set. Um, there seems to have been a, pardon me, dramatic, um, change in the mech design. We've got a transforming mech heatwave and we've also got an elemental dragon versus um, the Imperium's Empress in a mech. Um, we have Lloyd and Aaron's ninja team where they've both got their own mechs, but Lloyd's has now got a hat as and indeed is wearing sandals, which is a kind of a weird way to build a mech. Yeah. It, um, but also pretty cool. It's It's definitely based on traditional samurai or yeah traditional samurai like wandering swordsman with the yep um with the with the hat um it reminds me a lot of the 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 was it the oni mech oni yeah yeah um from 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 a few from a few years ago was it 2016 um yeah the oni titan um so it's, it's got a very traditional it's less Gundam, it's less modern mecha, but more based on a tradi- traditional Japanese depiction of a um, swordsman for hire, a sword for hire. Mm. But yeah, look, it's it's Ninjago, and people want people want um, two things from Ninjago: mechs and more mechs, and maybe a few dragons here and there. 
Well, this is also part of the reason that we've got this change in story emphasis as well. It turns out they wanted more dragons. They wanted more dragons, which... which it's wanted more dragons. Yeah. Um, the dragons look familiar. So looking at the, um, the Empress Mech set, it looks like we've seen that particular dragon before. Is it... Have they re... Re just reuse the head, or is it a evolution of the dragons that we saw in Core? So, I think it's it's certainly very similar to the heads that we've seen in Core, but it's also got one of these sphere launchers embedded in the head. The body is much rounder and much wider than any that we've seen recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's certainly got Jay's um, sort of colour scheme, which would imply that it's essentially a lightning dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, the wings are a bit bigger. Um, looks like they're fabric. Mm-hmm. And the way in which the body is curved looks completely different to the way that we've seen a dragon tackled in recent years at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the head is derived from a, sim- a very similar mould to some of the other um, dragons that we've had mm. in the last year or two. Mm-hmm. But more, it does bear a resemblance to um, more one of Naya's... No, it does... No, not necessarily Naya's. It does bear a resemblance to mechs that we have seen in the last couple of years. Mm. Um, I'm really intrigued by the way in which the heat wave transforming dragon transforms. You sort of spin the legs upside down and turn the head upside down on the neck and all of a sudden you've got a dragon that on the whole is going down rather than up, um, which is pretty cool. We have Destiny's Bounty, Race Against Time, and this um, form of Destiny's Bounty sort of ultimately crashes and collapses. And so it's sort of, it's it's a key location, but it's not a lot, not going to be one that lasts for long in the series, I suspect. Mm. But it, it, is the, um, it is the Destiny's Bounty, so there's, it's pretty important. Mm. And it's been a couple say. of years since I think it's been a year or two since we've had a new version of the Destiny's Bounty. Yep. Appear. This, this 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 one looks pretty cool. It does. I like the is that a new fabric piece for the sails? I don't know if it's new shape, it's certainly new decoration for this set. Yeah. It looks, probably is a new shape. Yes. It looks great. Um Yeah, look, I I think they've um, they've 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 really done well with this one. The mm. Temple of the Dragon energy cores looks very cool as well. It does. That looks like a you know I've again I I like I like buildings and Ninjago buildings are pretty rare. I would say um, we get them every now and then, and mm. yeah, I yeah just enjoy it. Yeah, no, I really like the Temple of Dragon Energy. I reckon if I were only to get three sets in this wave, it'd be Sora's transforming bike mech. It'd be the Temple of Dragon Energy. And then I'd be hard-pressed to make a call 
as to what the other one might be that I'd want to get. get. But I quite like the idea of these um, balls, these acting as spinners. So mm. I'm just curious to see how they actually function and um, how that... Um, I'm just curious to see how they function and sort of what the play value is like of that in those particular sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see how we go. Um, and then we come to the flagship of the of the wave. Yes, this is the seven one seven double nine Ninjago City Markets with over six thousand pieces and twenty minifigures. This is the largest Ninjago set ever released. Um, it is, as always, set around a bit of a lake and river system. We've got a bridge between two little land masses. We've got, looks like we've got a different collection of shops on each floor of each tower. And then there's a cable car running from the top level of one part of the tower down to the third and the other. Mm. Um, I'm a little bit disconcerted by this set there is a um the set does feature a flushing toilet which is hilarious <laughs> you put a brown one by one round tile into it and you press the flush mechanism and then the little polished tile will fall out run down the side and um land in the canal which then strikes me as a great way to be giving the locals dysentery or cholera or one of those things, and perhaps not as healthy as it could be for a, for someone in living in mm. such a uh, an otherwise modern environment. Yeah, perhaps they're all drinking bottled water anyway. Maybe, or they've got some really advanced filtration systems. Um, Indeed. Yeah, this is this is really impressive. Um, the big Ninjago sets, so city docks and. Gardens. gardens from 2021 have always impressed with just how much they've been able to pack into the footprint and they have a very specific aesthetic with the with the designs which are kind of like you know it's it's neo tokyo it's it's kind of cyberpunkish but also very heavily japanese influenced yeah. Um, and yeah, this, this 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 one is a lot more colorful as well. There is a Borg store, I think. Yeah, that green, um, you know, that green structure in the middle. That's a Borg store. So not not quite the Borg tower just yet, which I think a lot of Ninjago fans would want. But, but we do also have Cyrus Borg as a character. Is yep. one of the minifigures that's released in in this set. Um. We have Jay's Titan Mech appearing on a poster. We have a, we have a hot bonsai tree there as well, a bonsai-esque tree, which is very fun. Mm. And just lots of little details around the water as well. Little food stalls. And I, I look forward to being able to get see some sort of greater detail to be able to get a better feel for what's actually going on in it. But certainly it looks busy and uh, there's just so many figures here to be telling stories with, Hmm. having a little bit of action and uh, yeah, it just looks 
Well, it, it looks terrific. It's huge. It's about 64 by 32 studs. As I what's, said, it's got over. What surprised me was the price. I was, expect, I was expecting this to be very, very expensive. Very, very expensive because this is a... Um, this is a 6,000 plus piece set. It is sure. close to Rivendell, which is, which is yeah, about 600. I think it's just shy of like four bricks of Rivendell. I think there are a couple of things here. One, it's a Lego-owned license. Mm-hmm. More importantly... I don't think there are nearly as many big pieces in it. Yes, yes. But, you know, I was, again, I was expecting this to be a, a pretty hefty hit on the wallet. And the fact that it's the same price as Ninjago City Gardens at 550 that they've managed to... It's 550 Australian, 550 370 Australian. US. Yeah. They've managed to you know, be quite restrained with the price mm. is is impressive, I think. They they could have easily um, you know, added on another, I don't know, fifty dollars or ten percent onto it and yeah. call it inflation. Like we've seen a lot of the new June sets have very odd pricing, like sixty-two dollars or sixty-four dollars, and you can kind of tell that they've kind of snuck in like a dollar or two or like five percent from the baseline that we're used to like the 4999 59 yeah. round numbers um so i i was very yeah i i i think it's great that they've managed to maintain the price and bump up the piece count so that that's mm. a plus. and yeah like you said original license they don't have to pay the licensing fee that that means you know that's an automatic saving of what 10 15 percent usually mm. And they've they've managed to, to do this. Um, yeah, I think the the big the big one is kind of seeing them all displayed together. So city docks, gardens, and this one. I'm I'm starting to worry that I never actually picked up docks. Oh no, um, they're very expensive. It, you don't want to look up how much these things cost now. I think it costs more than I'm willing to pay for it. So that yep. also makes it easy. Yeah, but it's exciting um not 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 too much innovation i think but a lot more polish and refinement to the ninjago formula Mm. and i think the big um the thing i'm most interested about is just how the new series is going to um yeah how the new series is going to go yeah no i'm i'm excited to be able to watch it i'm told that you don't need to be a long time ninjago fan it's a great place to get in on the ground floor as it were um but if you are a long time ninjago fan there'll be easter eggs in there there'll be things that you know and can say oh yes i remember when that happened back in the Mm -hmm. day when you know there were only the five of us that were ninjago fans (laughs) um but yeah it's um the the series looks it's going to be some one that you don't need that sort of early knowledge and um or that older knowledge rather and so hopefully it'll be easy for people who haven't been following the series to be able to just get into it fairly quickly and easily and uh and get in and enjoy it yeah 
sounds exciting. June is June, June is packed. June is so packed. Mm. Yes, and we're going on holiday, so it'll be interesting. Ah, that's exciting. Yeah, and it you're going for exciting. a you're going for a Lego show as well. Yes, so we're going to be going to Paradis de Cura, which is going to be on that second weekend in July, June rather, I beg your pardon, and doing a little bit of holidaying and go stopping off at Legoland Dubai on the way over as well. Well, you've uh, you've earned this break, I think. You've 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 earned this break. This has been this has been a busy year. It's been um, a busy it's been a busy for work. decade that they've crammed into um three years. It feels like that some days, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um now there's just trying to think anything else that we've not spoken of. There's one smaller wave that we've not covered. Um in our rundown of new sets, and that would be almost for the sake of completeness, Monkey Kid. The great mm-hmm. news is that it's a small wave. Um, this carries on. They're uh, heading under the sea. Well, so one of the things with the Monkey Kid sets is they don't always go with where the narrative is. You know, we've been under the sea in season three to the visit the Dragon of the East Palace, and we had mm-hmm. the Dragon, dragon itself last year um, in one of the sets, but this palace is where Monkey King went and where he obtained um, his staff, which was in fact the pillar, the pillar of the sea. Um, we see the mighty Azua Lion, um, which is... Like the Demon Bull King, we called it a mech for a while and then it was pointed out that, wait a minute, it's not actually a mech, it's the actual Demon Bull King. Mm-hmm. And I think likewise, this is the mighty Azua Lion. will go quite nicely with the Yellow Tusk Elephant mech from last, <coughs> from the um, wave in the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. We also have May's Guardian Dragon, which is a long sort of serpentine dragon in the best of uh, Chinese traditions. Mm-hmm. And that looks fantastic in May's sort of standard colour scheme of white and teal and bright yellowish green with gold accents and perhaps mm. more gold accents than you might have otherwise expected. And we also I'm have... glad she finally gets a, a proper dragon of mm. sorts. Well, given that she is descended from the the dragon horse, the horse yeah, dragon. but she's you know she's had she's had a lot of jets, but this time she actually gets a dragon, which is cool. She she used to have like dragon jets, so this is great. Mm. And then finally, there's Monkey Kid's airship, which is like a delivery van on skids with a great big dirigible. Mm-hmm. Above, there's also a small little flyer that can dock with this. And in the meantime, we have an ink demon trying to shoot the cart, trying to shoot the the, um, flying machine down Mm. and the golden winged eagle figure as well, which appears at first glance to be unchanged since the um, version of this figure that appeared last January with Mm. the current with the previous wave of monkey mm-hmm. kid sets 
Um, I'm in the process of putting these together, and I look forward to being able to um, being able to present more reviews um, coming up. So be sure to watch, watch out on ramblingbrick.com just to keep an eye on for eye out for um, monkey some monkey kid reviews over the next couple of months. Yeah, that's exciting. Mm. Going to be busy. We're we're going to be busy in the next few weeks. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yes, yes, we are. And thinking in terms of that, I reckon I'm probably just about at that stage where I need to think about going to sleep so that I can face the next day of <laughs> putting some things together. So um, we do appreciate everyone's comments and feedback, and we'll be doing an episode coming up where we focus on some of the things that people have written to us about and asked us about. And uh, we love your suggestions as well. So you can contact us at, at Extra Pieces on Twitter or Instagram or just look for Extra Pieces Podcast on Facebook. Um, so in the meantime, um, I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick. And I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog. And these are the Extra Pieces. Amazing. I don't have uh, don't have any Lego on me at this stage. I've cleaned my room, so good for you. Bits <laughs> <laughs> and pieces. You have been listening to Extra Pieces, a collaboration between Jay's Brick Blog and the Rambling Brick. Your hosts are Jay Ong and Richard Jones, written and produced by Jay Ong and Richard Jones. Extra Pieces can be found through your favorite podcasting platforms. Please like and subscribe, and if you like what you hear, please give us a solid five-star review. It will make it easier for other people to find us and to share the joy.